did the little segment about where do we go from here? And I noticed that Monique piggybacked off of that, her and her husband. But it wasn't even thing, it wasn't even anything about change for everybody. It was talking about something about something that happened yonders ago. And I was like, I think that's a selfish reason. That's a selfish way about going about what we're really talking about because that had nothing to do with what's going on like right right now and so i wanted to kind of bring up the fact that you know here it is juneteenth you know we celebrated um where they celebrated where slaves were free from many years ago but they didn't know they were free so change happened at one point, but it's almost like it's stagnant. You know, you I know you've been watching videos and I know you've been kind of going through certain things and you've been doing your own videos when it comes to that. What Have you seen anything that you feel is going in the right direction? Hmm. I've seen a lot of things. Uh, a lot of things. I have seen... Uh, things that are giving hope. Mm -hmm. I've seen um, discussions, conversations that were not properly had before. Mm. You know, discussions about, uh, I think even though slavery ended officially, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it really has ever involved people that were enslaved initially to really talk about what it is to it, what it's meant to really end slavery. Mm -hmm. um, what does that entail? What you know, all, all of that. I don't think it really the 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 conversation was open to everybody to really talk about to what extent extent is the freedom mm -hmm. that they claimed that was given mm -hmm. was. I don't think they went into the details of that. I think it just went to the point of saying, okay, you're free to move about. Mm -hmm. And to do what you want to do, but still the limitations of slavery were still there Absolutely. in many ways. Absolutely. Uh, so between there and now, it was really just a word. Mm. It wasn't really in fact properly because of the lack of conversation with the right people in the right way, but also because between there and now nothing was really put in practice. You know, even though there were a lot of people that stood out to try and practically see the change take place. But right now, what is encouraging is the fact that uh, at, at parliament level, uh, you know, authority level, they're talking, they're talking about what, they're not talking about freedom because if you're no longer a slave, it means you're free, mm -hmm. right? But they're not talking about freedom. Yeah. Uh, they're just talking about the little thing, tiptoeing mm -hmm. around the bigger thing, and that is they're talking about things that, that are important, mm -hmm. but they're not the core things. Right. Uh, so they're talking about things like, oh, well, let's not have that uh, choking thing that yeah. we do to people. Let's not. Uh, the police knock, brutality. Yeah. The no knock. Um, rule for the police officers that we're taking out in some counties, mm -hmm. not everywhere. Uh, and things like that. Those are basic things. Important, mm -hmm. but the basic things. 
so but still change is still change even if it's small portion right so we we appreciate that but at the same time though the bigger problem is really not out there it's not on the table to yeah. truly be discussed so even though these little things are showing signs of change in the right direction uh but real change will really happen mm-hmm. if we can all sit down on the table everybody and really tackle the core things mm-hmm. but with also relevant people relevant actors in this entire game right. and we're talking about uh the president yeah. we're talking about or uh leaders uh, people like the chief of police mm-hmm. we are talking about uh community leaders activists and we're talking about just simple members of families mm-hmm. you know from both side whether from the uh uh people of color side or the white side these are the people that we need to see at the at the table to really talk about beginning to really change so even though there are those little signs mm-hmm. that are somewhat encouraging um and we commend those that are pushing that but still um the hope is that but i just feel that we're not tackling that yet i i agree with you most definitely because in order to really tackle something you can't keep repeating history because right. we we talked about it we've cried about it we've marched about it we it's like a it's almost like a repeat it's going to be all about the actions now you know because we're right. looking at all these people who have really come together they're celebrating Juneteenth they're really you know really about black lives matter they're really about you know they see they see the torment they see the hurt mm-hmm. they see that there needs to be equality and justice i think with us being on this break and for something like this to have happened it really wakes up the whole world it really right. allows the whole world to see for people who never maybe never hung out with black people who may not engage with other black with black people or any other race it allows them to have a heart now you know it gives it gives room for people to change you know because you I was reading a story about a young lady who was a white supremacist and she she was started to be with the Ku Klux Klan and things like that so she ended up going to prison she um she was hung around some people and when she got out she was like but nobody taught me how to love no one taught me how to love. She said I was right. taught at a young age to hate all these people and I didn't know that these people were good for me. I didn't know what it felt like to even love another human being because I was taught to hate in such a time. But we have we have is so much work to do. It is it's so much work to do, but you know, actions speak louder than words. And right. with with all the leaders and all the people that are in position, do you think within a year or two years time that this, you could see change in that area as far as people being in position? But look, in one year you a lot of things can happen. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that um how many of the key people will be willing yeah. to allow it to happen that's where the problem is yeah. uh in one day you a lot of things can happen we've yeah. already seen what people could do over just a very short period of time mm-hmm. if you know 
uh, if people really decided to do. Think a year is a long time. A lot of things can happen. But the, what's going to be a challenge that has been a challenge from years back is the fact that there are still people in place really rooted in this structure now mm-hmm. who have a lot of resources and power mm-hmm. behind them. They're surrounded by by authorities in such a way that they can, you know, they can decide to talk about stuff. They can decide to oppose certain decisions. They can decide to oppose, uh, uh, you know, like at the hearing the other day, they were trying to look at ways forward. They can decide to oppose all of that. And then things could take 20 years rather than taking a year. Like um, that's where the problem is. A year, yes, absolutely. I think a lot of things can change. Mm-hmm. My challenge, uh, what I'm concerned about most importantly, is actually what Dr. Farrakhan, mm-hmm. if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, is saying is that people are threatened, right? Yeah. People are threatened because clearly, like he says, it's all about if you have imposed a certain violence mm. on me, right? And now, now I have an opportunity to level with you, yeah. you would be afraid yeah. that I may use the same methods as you used. To return, me. yeah, to return exactly. it. So um, I think that's where the fear comes from. The fear is not, a lot of the things that are being said now and they stand as an opposition to real change is, is actually fear expressed mm. in different forms. It's fear expressed into these excuses of, yeah, but the thing is, we really do need the police because of order. Maybe we do, but do we really, or is it because at least it can still keep us safe because if we start, they start returning the same favor, you know what I mean? Um, my, that's my biggest concern. My biggest concern is to convince, to find ways to show other people that people of color are not trying to get revenge. Yeah. We're not necessarily mm-hmm. having the same mindset. Right. Our mind, you can't judge us based on what you know yourselves to be like. Yeah. You can't judge us based on your own actions. That was you. Mm-hmm. That was you. That's not necessarily us. We're not claiming to be perfect. We're not claiming to be uh, ones that will not commit crimes or be violent. We're not saying that. Right. What we are saying is pretty simple. We are simply saying that um, put your fear aside, yeah. but asking people to, f- first of all, acknowledge that it's fear mm. is a problem. Yeah. Second of all, for them to acknowledge that we are not as necessarily as bad as, as them right. is a problem. Yeah. So it looks like uh, for us to, ha- to see major change in the next year or next year, first, those are things that we need to deal mm. with, unfortunately. Yeah. It is not our work to do. Yeah. It's not for us to do it, yeah. but we are having to do it. Right? right, because we have to be the bigger people. Yeah, we have to be the bigger person. You have to be that bigger person that says, you know what? Um, maybe they are blind to the fact that it's fear, or maybe they are not. They know, but they're fearful. But they have to find a reason why it shouldn't go forward. Mm. So, but fine. What are the methods now? It looks like now we have to do double work. Yeah, we are the, the ones having to work in their place mm-hmm. right so it's like a parent it's all i know it's a strange example but it's almost as if it's a parent and a child thing here going on uh, when you think about it uh me as a parent representing black people mm-hmm. or people of color nyota as a child representing white people right mm-hmm. uh when she's throwing her toys and having a tantrum 
even though it's irrational and I can see it. So sometimes she can see it, sometimes she can't. Absolutely. But because I have to be the more mature person, because I know what I want to get out of it long term, mm-hmm. which will be beneficial to both of us, I have to be the one not to sit back and say, okay, now I've got to be wise. I've got to be strategic. Now I need us to move forward. So if we have to move forward, then I need to level with this person, yes, which yes. should not be my work because yeah. this is just an example in between parent and child. Yes. But we're not talking about parent and child here. We're talking about mature adult that should have grown up by now years ago. Um, now we, I have to go down to that level and say, look, I need us to go for it. I, first, I have to convince you that I don't want harm for you. Mm. Which should not be my problem right. because they're not our children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was me and my child, it makes sense, mm. right? But because I want the best results, so I'll go down to that level and say, listen, let's put this in your head. Mm-hmm. We don't want violence. What you did is not what we want to right. do. Right? right. First, get that through your head, number one. Number two, um, don't be fearful. Mm. Remove the fear. Yeah. It's not about that. It's not. I know what you did was cruel. You mm. wouldn't want it to happen to you. But uh, it's not about that. Put the fear aside. Getting first that out of the way, yeah. then enables us then to go, okay, the moment that the guards are down, then the person may be, to look, be able to look at us in the eye and say, you know what, now that I'm not so fearful, Absolutely. and now that I understand that you don't want necessarily to destroy me, then we can talk about change. It becomes easier. So, But we have to lay that foundation. We right. are, whoever is more mature now in the community to see real change in the next year or the next years, we have to start there first, then move forward. I want to talk about you right and I you you hit a key word is like leveling it out give it you know allowing the same field for us to you know for equality you know and sometimes I think when you've had there was a problem but now it's turned to an issue so it's kind of hard to go back and you know and yeah. in order for it to go forward because nobody wants to talk about it nobody some people just don't want to bring bring it up some people are older people are more still so affected by it you know you have a community a group of people that right now they're in nursing homes who were in that time who were in that era where things were like bad you know and they you know they witnessed many things they witnessed the dogs they witnessed the burnings they they witnessed so much and and then they had a generation after that and a generation after that and a generation after that which which now we have to like like you said we have to double work now it's like we're working to say wait a minute why us yeah like why us why is it so hard for us when you've given other other nationalities so much opportunity and they didn't even build America they wasn't even here to some people did but you took a you took a, a whole group of people to place them in an area to treat them like such and now here it is we're still fighting for freedom that should have been ours in the first place yeah but you see now mm-hmm. you are out that that's it that's exactly it so there, there is that having us doing doubles or in fact to do the work mm-hmm. right there is that for sure. And also there's another element to this as well and uh, that we mustn't exclude. There is us having to do possibly double work or them having to do double work because they were 
obviously used the system. It has been the same as you have said, you know, over years. They people were born into that, they grew up into that, their mind is is made, is programmed. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a child you grow up in that, you're programmed in that. Uh, but uh, and then but at the same time, uh, as much as people have to, we have to find a way to take people out of that Mm-hmm. slavery or that mentality yeah. those ideas that takes that would take a lot of work mm-hmm. unfortunately um what also that would mean is that people have to die generations <laughs> you know so there's nothing we can do but that's just nature yeah and that also means apart from us doing the work of trying to help people change their mind a generation have to die out right. but here the other side of thing is that people are just also selfish yeah and they people, don't care Decide. We can't always have reasons why people are the way they are or mm-hmm. choose to act the way that they do. People are just selfish. People decide to do evil. People decide to dominate. That's actually a word mm-hmm. we've been hearing in the news a lot. And unfortunately, we've been hearing it from the mouth that we should not be hearing it from the mouth of the president of a huge country, so-called powerful country, America, dominate. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, that is... Um, that, that element of selfishness, unfortunately, is already embedded in a lot of people and people mm. are just that way. And even though you do all the work and certain generation die out and mindsets start to change, all of this is going to take time in years, mm. a lot of education, a lot of conversations, yeah. a lot of really connecting in our communities and learning from each other and so on and so forth. We need programs that actually right. cater that, right? But um, we will always find people that are just selfish they're just motivated by evil mm. uh, it's just natural to them to get up in the morning such as the video that i've seen of two young black men minding their own business walking down the street and a family a whole family with their dog they come out yeah, just say, we don't like you then they send the dog on on one of the boys and it just was ugly, right? Mm. So the people that are just like that. So you could see there were probably grandparents, parents, young people, and there were, there were little kids. I think there was one or two little kids in that video. And so, which actually speaks to the generations mm. that you addressed or you touched on that also as well. So there are those little ones who actually know nothing. They're just like, well, mommy and daddy are doing this. This yes. is bad. So, you know, they said it's bad, so it must be bad. And the kid, I think, had a, a whip or something, and they were using it on this, these guys. And then the father or uncle, big guy, was challenging the black guy to, you know, like a punching, a, a, you know, a, a fight and so on and so forth. So you see all this generation through that family. Mm. But that family... Uh, made up their mind to be evil. Yeah. They made up their mind. It was a decision coming from the wrong place. Unfortunately, the Bible says that our hearts are complex, our hearts are evil. So mm-hmm. there was evil and they chose to exercise the evil in them. So we will always encounter also those people that just choose to exercise evil. Right. So you, you like you said, you have we have a younger generation. And it's funny because we even though we have a a younger generation that is witnessing everything. Everything. Mm. But right before their eyes, and they're like, whoa, wait a minute. Do you think when it comes to children going back to school and them, do you think when it comes to them going back to school, do you think they need to change the curriculum when it comes to learning about different cultures and (laughs) deficits? I think, look, 
this is my personal opinion. Um, I think everything should be revamped from scratch. From so just the, just uh, burn all the textbooks. Every <laughs> single thing. First of all, the history that we've been taught has been wrong, and a lot of it has mm. been a lie. Okay. Yeah. Um, we don't have true history taught in school. We yeah. all deserve to know our history. Yeah. Um, so definitely everything has to be revamped, replaced with something completely new, but something real, something mm. true. You know, one of the biggest crises we have in the world now is a crisis of identity. Mm. People are lost. I'm not meaning to offend, offend anybody, but I know from what I've observed that a lot of African-American people, they really struggle with their identity issue because of the fact that they don't know who they are, where they came, came from. from. They don't. They don't Ooh. know they are looking for their roots. Yeah. Now, for me, it's different. I, I know where my grandparents were from. I know where the, my great-grandparents mm. were from. I, I can actually go back right now and my parents will take me to places and say, this is our village. This is where your grandfather was a chief and before him, is, this was, and so on and so forth. So it helps me to know who I am and to not search for me because mm. I know me already and I know my roots, right? Uh, identity is an issue. In school, one of the biggest things they've made as a huge mistake is not to give people real history so people are lost. Um, even though people are educated and they can have brilliant lives and brilliant families, but how come people are still committing suicide because they cannot figure out mm -hmm who they really are. We're not talking about gender. We're not talking about the gender crisis. It's just to be a person that knows mm -hmm. who they are, where they were from. Mm -hmm. This is why, look, if you look at the Bible, for those that are Bible-based people, people that are of faith, look how the Bible is written. Yeah. There is a reason for everything that is written in the Bible and how it's written. Right. And look at how God breaks it down from generation first mm -hmm. to current generation. So from the father of so-and-so came out the father of so-and-so and then so-and-so mm -hmm. so till to the certain yes. point where it's closer to us now, right? Why does he do that? Identity. Yeah. Because he knows that if I do not know where I'm from, it's an issue. Look at Moses, right? Moses mm. suffered from issues of identity. He seriously suffered from that because Moses was, even though he was from a, 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 an Israelite, a, a Jewish person, a Jewish boy, mm -hmm. right? They didn't tell him that he was a Jewish boy. Yeah. They didn't tell him. Mm -hmm. He floated on the river, landed in the hands mm -hmm. of the princess. He was uh, led taught under, under the Egyptian rules and cultures and so on. But he was tormented. The yeah. scripture clearly shows how tormented he was. But nobody was t torturing him. Nobody was hurting him. He was growing up as, with privileges of royalty. Mm. But internally, was he at peace? No. no. The scripture shows how he was struggling with that. Mm -hmm. Identity issues date, are dated from way back. Yeah. If Moses wasn't led by God, maybe he would have ended up in situations that we're seeing today of a lot of African-Americans having mental issues, suicide, mm. so on and so forth. Very, very possibly so. So um, at school, we need to go back, first of all, to really try our best to dig way back and give people truth.
Okay. That's important. And everything else needs to be revamped. We also need to teach people, particularly African American or black people, entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, that's the answer. <laughs> Oprah made a, a great statement on her um, her Zoom call. And you, you hit it on the nail. We got to go back within our families because I never get one time um, I see my dad explode, like got mad about something. Then I did it one day. Then I see my child do. I said, whoop, 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 wait, where does that come from? And so when I started to do the history of my family and my mom started helping me with the history of my family, I was like, whoa, that's where that come from. So you're yeah. right. Identity is so important. And this is where we we lose we we lose a lot of people in this in this area of life because you have so many people uh, struggling with identity when it comes to their skin, when it comes to who they're related to, what kind of job they're going to get. They struggle in so many areas. And you can have more degrees than a thermometer, but if you don't know who you are and where you come from, you still have a struggle. You still have a struggle to go through. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and knowing who your family is and, you know, which is a huge gap. It's a huge gap. When I got to know the, the, the side of my family on my dad's side, I was like, Wow. Now I see the reason why I like certain things and what I'm attracted to and why I'm attracted to it. And, whoa, I mean, I knew my mom said, but wait a minute, there's something I'm missing. And like you said earlier, we deal with these mental issues. We deal with aggressiveness. We deal with, you know, um, some people deal with schizophrenia. You don't know where that's tr coming from. You you see it and then you you realize it and then you have parents these young younger parents nowadays when they see the children having issues and they go on to school and the teachers tell them that the ch child is having issues guess what they do go put them on medication mm -hmm. they go put them yeah. on medication and now we have another issue because mm -hmm. not knowing where you come from not realizing that history goes f far back you know yeah. and a lot of people can't look it up but you can get. You can get a swab test. You can get all these things done just to know your background. And you yeah. can do your research just to know about um, from where you come from. Mm -hmm. I want to raise this question too. You know, um, how do you think change is going to affect, with all this going on, how do you think this is going to affect the workplace? You know, because that's, that's where a bunch of drama go on there. You know, you're not in high school, we're not in college, but we, we in a real corporate, we in a business environment. Everybody needs to be professional. They give you, they give you these uh, rules and regulations saying, you know, we don't discriminate, but you got other people in the work environment who make it hard for other people. How do you think that's, those rules and regulations are going to be set in place? Well, it depends, first of all, on what will be put in place, okay. right? Uh, and that will determine what sort of change you can expect in the workplace. Uh, it's very difficult to determine what kind of change will be embraced because that will then, then dictate how it would be in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And that will also help people prepare themselves accordingly in the workplace. So prepare people in the workplace, their leaders of the corporate to be ready to embrace whatever that changes. So it's difficult to, 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 to touch on that because you will have to, whatever change that is, first of all, you have to deal with the leaders 
of the corporate world. They have mm. to also be set down and talk to and see how open they are to change. And also, how open are they to implement change in their own organizations, right? They have to be open to not just implement change, but they have to be open to get rid of things. Yeah. You know, when there's change, you got to get rid of things. All you the bad apples. Compromise. You know, you got to compromise, you got to win some, you got to lose a lot. <laughs> so, like, there's, it's, it's going to be difficult to, to determine that until we see the kind of change. But what I would really love to see, to see, because I, I work, I really advocate for uh, black in economic empowerment. Mm. That's really my thing. That's what I drive. What I would love to see is at some point that um, African-Americans or just black people or African people all over are given the opportunity to be entrepreneurial. Mm. Um, I've given the opportunity because back in Africa, way back before anybody was even brought over here or any other place mm -hmm. people were entrepreneurial yeah they were very much and it was everybody was working in fields together distributing things accordingly there was a barter system it was all community-based stuff but everyone was a contributor so that they could be productive enough to sustain everybody i would love to see uh, certain changes implemented in a way that we introduce entrepreneurship as a subject in school as young as at primary school going mm -hmm. up i would like to see that also spirit being infused into people even in the corporate world you know Absolutely. as uh, given the opportunity to you could be working but there's always an opportunity instead of being promoted yeah. but rather the promotion is in the form of giving you ownership yeah. of something not just shareholding you're having shares great it's a good thing but also ownership Okay, so for me, it's all about entrepreneurship. So you get promoted, they, they'll qualify you based on looking at, okay, so we've seen your track record, you've seen what you've achieved, what kind of employee you are, you're responsible enough to drive your own thing mm -hmm. and be given opportunities that way. But also, I want to see entrepreneurs, black-owned businesses. I hope people don't misunderstand me. I'm not here to say white people over here, black people yeah. over here. I'm not saying that at all. Just entrepreneurship to, all the way yeah, around. We have to catch up. We have to catch up, okay? We have to catch up. I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but it's about a catching up thing. <laughs> we have to catch up. So for us to catch up, we need to have people that are real entrepreneurs, uh, black-owned businesses. I would like to see the corporate changing in such a way that there are new businesses that are fully owned mm -hmm. by black people too. Because right now, over 90%, if not 99% of businesses or big businesses are owned by mainly white. And in fact, they're in the mm -hmm. hands of a few only right yeah. so it would be nice to see that um so that we can get to the place where we're closing that gap and be equal you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying uh you know uh, back in the congo i can speak for my country because i've seen it with my own eyes um the education system is great but the economy is horrible because Europeans and Americans have been just taking our resources and mm -hmm. keeping our politicians down so that we don't progress. It is a fact, right? Um, some people have a hard time believing that, but it is a fact. So what has happened is that because there are no jobs, there, you know, we cannot rely on a white man, we cannot rely on our politicians. Uh, people have become naturally, over 80% of the population is uh, entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. right? 
people take ownership but it's it's amazing it's beautiful it's so empowering that mm-hmm. like my own parents they didn't work for people my mom has never worked for somebody but no no was she given an opportunity on a silver platter yeah. right situations were tough but she got up one morning and she decided you know what can i do i'm going to go buy a little blouse see if i can sell it she bought one blouse and then went to knock on a neighbor's door and said would you like to buy this she bought it for 12 12 12 zaire at the time and sold it like at 24 and then she went oh oh i just made 12 zaire so it means i can make a lot more 12 zaire so she multiplied her effort and so on and so forth and that's why a lot of people have been doing mm. uh, back home and when you look at the whole africa most people are entrepreneurs whether they're selling little peanuts at the corner uh, on the street yeah. corner on a little table or whether they have a huge office right mm-hmm. so i would love to see the corporate at some place at some point opening doors for yeah. partnerships with such businesses yeah. as well you know and uh, we need to catch up and we can't catch up on just waiting for the system to open up yeah. and create equal opportunities i know people are crying for equal opportunity in employment equal opportunity okay great uh, and then what because yeah. there won't be so much space anyway for all of us right and this they can only create so much space we have to create our own space now yeah. as well let's do it now so for me that's the vision i have for the corporate world i see hopefully when the change come leaders will embrace it they will be bold enough to implement it they will be courageous enough to get rid of some and uh, they will be open enough to to give opportunities to other particularly uh, for people of color and also the rest of us really taking initiative and being allowed to be entrepreneurs that is what i would love to see you have heard it you have heard on oh, you need to be working for the government or <laughs> you need to have your own platform when it comes to you know pushing people in the right direction you know because that i didn't even i thought on some things but i didn't think from that perspective because sometimes you know you need someone else's perspective to kind of get you like oh you know what i didn't think about that i didn't realize that that was very important you know some people only looking at things in black and white now right. we really have to now we seeing in true color and generation after generation after generation are seeing these you know seeing things before their own eyes so now we have to look in color and see and push this change to a, a tremendous a tremendous area you know like glass ceilings we need to bust the glass ceilings yes. yeah because the issue is there but it's it just keep hitting the ceiling for some reason it hasn't there's no breakthrough there is no oh goodness there is no breakthrough just yet but I pray that we on our way. I pray that before our grandkids get here. Yes. Hallelujah. That we have we're able to witness this and we're yes. able to see things put in stone. We won't speak that. We got things going to put in stone and not be changed just so somebody can have their own victory. So, yeah. I thank you for taking the time out to finish the rest My of this podcast on I really appreciate it. I love your spirit and I love the fact that you mean business and you are about your business and I I appreciate that because you know like I said sometimes we don't hear someone else's perspective which gives us a different a a 
an internal way to kind of change our heart, to change our minds in so many right. ways. And that, get, right. that that allows for us to touch and agree about some things, you know. So hopefully, hey, we're looking at the world as we, we know it. We're hoping that change is not just going to be changed temporarily. We're hoping that this change is set in stone and we can move yes. forward and we can go on. I'm going to play a little Marvin Gaye. Guys, thank you so much for joining Girl Talk Ons. Thank you so much. Thank you. And, and I really appreciate it. And you guys have a wonderful day, wonderful evening, I'm going to say, over in Harlem, New York. See you.